It's snacking and get cracking with a snack that packs a protein punch. Pistachios are known for their protein power, fiber, and better for you unsaturated fats for a combination that may help you keep feeling fuller longer. Wonderful Pistachios is a good source of protein with zero gill. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. I love that they come in a variety of sizes and flavors, making this the perfect protein snack for any on-the-go adventure. Check out wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more about how these little green wonders can power up your day. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Happy Friday, everyone. This is the Flowtrack Podcast. I'm Kevin Hees Gordon. Podcast at gmail.com is the email address. Subscribe to the YouTube page. Today, we're talking Bowerman. We're talking a doping ban. We're talking about marathon trials again. Got a story about a marathon in Antarctica. We'll read some emails. Thanks, everybody, for joining us in the chat. But first... It's going to be a great podcast. It's Friday. Gordon has a question. He needs help that we want to put into the chat. What do you need oh, we're advice doing this on? The, we're doing this at the top of the pod? Yeah, doing this at the top of Most the pod. Most of the people listen to the beginning of a pod and then fall off at the end. No, I just want to get the... It's an easy question. Right, I'll ask it for him. Gordon has a date tonight. He needs movie recommendations. Yeah. Not in a theater, but at home. What movie should he watch tonight? Holiday. Holiday. It needs to be holiday Christmas. themed. Yeah. Do you, which streaming services do you have? Or you'll find it. I'll find this. I'll okay. Find, that's not an issue. That's not a limitation. I want you to like just start listing. No, my, no I only have... I think I have Disney Plus and Netflix, but I can whatever. Okay. If it's on HBO, if it's on Stars, is that still a streaming platform? Sure. Well, you could say else? anything is a streaming platform right now, and I'd Paramount believe you. Paramount Plus. Yeah. Do you have a does a subscription to Bucket? Is this is this Colt suggestion? Colt is going with uh, Santa Claus. That's a good movie. That's a classic '90s. I hate that movie. I'd, oh, you hate I, that movie? I thought I'd recommend it. Yeah. Oh. Colt's Colt. recommending movies. Hey, Colt, you got to recommend a movie you like. Colt is being subversive. I like it. That's his role on this show. All right. Yeah. So I'll read some throughout the show. Okay. Movie. And I'll, we'll keep do them coming. a poll at the end. Maybe people will recommend the movies. Yeah. Then we'll create a wheel, put the movies on the wheel, spin the wheel, and that's a movie. That's a lot for Colt to do. Oh, we have time. He's, it's Friday. It's a Friday pod. Okay. Colt wasn't here on Wednesday. He has all the extra energy in creating... Uh, a wheel for us. Yeah. Well, so far we got Love Actually, White Christmas, Tron Legacy, and Die Hard. That's what we got so far. Okay. So, so we'll, we'll build the, we'll, throughout the pod, we'll build out this wheel. Yeah. And then we'll spin at the end. Awesome. And that's the movie I'm going to watch. I love 100% the, I'm going to watch that movie. digital wheel that we have. It's yeah, amazing. This is great. All right. I love so, the digital wheel. Bowerman, Abby Steiner, Trey Cunningham, the winners. Your thoughts? Well, we both agreed on Trey. Yeah. I thought he was clear favorite. But do we, we're going to talk about the winners. Okay, we'll talk about the winners first. Um, 
Trey, ultimately deserving. It is, I'd made a weird uh, argument why he had such a great season, comparing yeah. it to being in the shadows of Grant Holloway. And of course, Grant Holloway is hosting the show mm -hmm. when he gets to Bowerman. So whenever Trey does something great, Grant is always finding a way to be He's right, right, there. right there. He's always <laughs> right there with him. But Trey, super deserving. He was undefeated in the hurdles. Um, pretty impressive that, you know, we have the, that, I mean, is he the second hurdler? To male hurdler to win? Yeah. I think so, right? Yeah. I mean, you're talking about all time? All, or are you talking about... Uh, no, this, this Illinois guy, maybe? Andrew Riley? Did he win Did it? Riley win? Yeah, let's look it up. So it might be the third hurdles? Let's look it up. I love how we, we always prep this. Yeah, we did And then you yeah. throw me a question in the first two minutes that we're not ready for. I think for. Andrew Riley won. So Holloway won, obviously, in 19. Then we had... Let's see. No, no, he was, he was nominated. He was a, yeah, he was a finalist. He was a finalist. So yeah. second hurler in the past three years. Men's. Men's side yeah. of things. Yeah. No, I wasn't surprised either. I thought um, Cunningham's season sort of spoke for itself. And I do think having the marker of Holloway there in a way elevated his season because we all remember how great Grant was. And even though he didn't exceed his marks, he got so close to them that I think it stood as a very good historical comparison yeah. that we're watching something special. It's not just a person running off an undefeated season. It's a person running off undefeated season and putting up marks that are what the world champion, two-time world champion, just did. What the guy who finally broke 13 seconds and broke Ronaldo Nehemiah's record just did. Yeah. So, you know... I think it was close. Aiden Owens obviously had a great, great season. He was uh, he was terrific in his own right. Whenever you're doing these end of the season track awards, you have a bunch of directions you can go in because each event is different. Each event has um, opportunities and limitations that other events don't have, and so you're, you're never going to get the perfect winner. But I think I think Cunningham well deserved here. Yeah. And he's already proven he can do it at the next level. Yeah, he got, right? he got so, second? Yeah, he's already yeah. got silver medal. Yeah. So, so we already know he's not just good for the NCAA. No, he's he's good, good for the world. world. Yeah, exactly. And then on the women's side, Abby Steiner, who I wanted to win, and she won. We both thought that, though, Anna Hall was going to win because of the uniqueness of her double. Yeah. But Abby Steiner, being the best athlete and won the marquee events, the sprint events, I think helped put her over the hump, in my opinion, because... There, there's we have to be honest there's a bias towards certain events and i think if you're a star in the short sprints it's gonna be hard to overcome that well we all we have record bias though and we also have doubling bias and i think when i look back on it although she didn't win two events indoors and outdoors i think it might have been the secondary events that helped push her over the top third third and second in in the shorter sprints the yeah. 60 and then the and then the 100 and our four by four splits were insane. That their team won. Didn't their team win the four by four? Right. Yeah. And I think, I think that just you know you just keep throwing stuff on, keep piling up accolades. Again, it's not fair because you know Cameron Rogers is so good doing the hammer. Yeah. Uh, eight of the top ten marks of all time. Anna Hall already added an extra yeah. event. She did as much as is humanly possible or can be humanly expected from a multi-event athlete. I mean, even, even Ashley Eaton didn't do that. And yeah. he was uh, way ahead of his time and he was a super superhero during his time at Oregon. But I was just, I was looking back at the resumes again after she won and I thought, okay, maybe the committee put more weight 
into that because not only was she breaking the collegiate record in the two, she almost pulled off the double. And someone mentioned on the chat the other day, it's like getting second or third in a, in a second event shouldn't be held against yeah. an athlete because then they'll just be incentivized to only run one event. Yeah. And getting second or third in a short sprint in the NCAA is, is really hard. In, you're going against some of the best people in the world, the people who have the capability to, to make teams and to get into Olympic finals and world championship finals. So those fields are really deep and very competitive. So to pull out top three finishes in those, I think that's that might have been what buoyed her. Also, Abisara doing something unique. She'll probably be the first ever Bowerman winner to not win an outdoor conference title that year. There's a stat for you guys. All right. There's a stat. Yeah. Because it's so crazy. You remember Favor Philly, who is back? Yeah. She's going to be the star of 2023. But we were is she th- your early Bowerman favorite? I think so. Got to be, right? Right? Got to be. Yeah. Uh, I think that's kind of just wild how, like, Abby had a good indoor season, great indoor season. And then her NCAA finals is yeah. what really put her over the top when she was winning the, the titles in the 4x4, the Open 2, and, like, breaking the collegiate records at the market, like, because Cleese record was broken, right? At SECs, mm-hmm. the favorite do it at SECs, or yeah. was it like a week prior? But for her to break it, beat the person who had the Cleese record, it's um, she did. She put she put all of her eggs in the basket at the right moment, and like just most people are going to pay attention to the last thing they see, which is what happens in June in Eugene. So um, that probably helped her, and uh, very deserving. But we said all three of those women. Even Jasmine Moore, who wasn't even invited, I think were deserving of winning the Bowerman. It's just yeah. an incredible year. And Abby uh, finished on top. Yeah, so you look at the all-time list in the women's 200. You look at the top 10. There's only two performances that aren't Abby Steiner or Favre Ophelia. That's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> we, it was a year of the 200 last year, not just the pro level, the college level. Too. It was it was very good. I mean, just back and forth, back and forth. and all those are from 2022. Like none of those are Steiner's marks from a previous year. That's all 2022. That's all SECs. That's all NCAA's and those earlier season meets as well too. Uh, so we talked, we previewed the Bowerman on Wednesday's show, and then a couple hours after, we got the news that the Bowerman committee. Is that what we're calling them? What are the we leadership them? of USCFCCA and the Bowerman Advisory, Advisory Board. Yeah. So they remove Randolph Ross um, from consideration. And this, to me, is just the perfect track working itself <laughs> into a corner and then getting no way out here. Because it's like, I saw Randolph respond, right? He's like, well, why tell me now? Yeah. But if you're a Bowerman, like, well, we just found out about the suspension being three years now no they and if they did that earlier if they did that in august and then it comes out that there's been some sort of issue with his his case then they got to go back so they're saying well we just got to wait until the aiu announces it i'm sure the aiu doesn't have the bowerman schedule like prioritized in terms of when they're figuring out cases so it's we didn't think he would get it anyway but it just turned into this this great big mess that we have now and he obviously uh, was not part of the consideration. The photo was just five athletes instead of uh, six. Do we have the Instagram post? Did you put that in the rundown? I didn't, I didn't put that okay. in, the, in, the, in the rundown. But you can find it on Instagram or on his Twitter. It was kind of intense. 
Yeah, I mean, I get that he's upset because you get disinvited to it. You get your name removed from an award at the last minute. Not that it would have felt any better if it happened a couple months ago, but I'm sure it didn't. <laughs> it it wasn't it wasn't comforting to him to to figure out at that time. But again, you have all sorts of competing timelines here. I think we should read the post because there's he did go kind of go hard on. Bowerman and even went kind of hard on the sport as a whole. I'll read it here. Many of you heard the news that I was suspended for three years by the AIU for three whereabouts failures, as well as being removed from the Bowerman Awards, despite being tested over a dozen times this year and all those tests being negative. The AIU told me that it was not about me remaining drug free. It was about that I must abide by the rules. I do, I do understand while forgetting to update my whereabouts failure. Uh, it's completely my fault, my biggest mistake in attempting to correct my absent-mindedness by doctoring a previous whereabouts confirmation email. So saying, I screwed up. Uh, yeah. The Bowerman Committee knew of the suspension back in July, but decided to wait until the day before the flight departure to remove me from the list. This is not the first time someone on suspension have made the finalist list, but for some reason, I'm one of the first to be removed. See, I, and I don't know who that other person is that he's referring to, because he's saying someone made the finalist list under a suspension, I can't think about who that person would be. Maybe I'm drawing a blank yeah. here. I reached out to somebody else who knows track really well to try to figure out who that person would be. Maybe it was under wraps and we never knew because it was a provisional suspension, but I don't know who that person is. But he also could have been implying, maybe he, he used the wrong terminology and he could be implying there are people who have been finalists, even winners who have had either a whereabouts failure suspension. I mean, Christian Coleman was on stage and he had a whereabouts failure suspension. So I'm sure Randolph Frost yeah, but is not sitting right here. Now. I know, way, but Randolph Frost is that... going to sit here and be like, wait, he's allowed to stand there. He did the same thing I did. Yeah, but the way it's written implies that someone was in his exact position, meaning they were up for the award and they kept them on there despite being suspended. That's the way I read the statement. Again, maybe I'm misinterpreting something and maybe I'm forgetting about a person. The history of the Bowerman isn't that long but yeah there's people on the list who have had suspensions but the suspensions have happened after they've been awarded the bowerman yeah been a finalist like, at the bowerman that's a, a little Foss's, bit different Foss's suspension was awarded to him after the season was over yeah but he's under suspension now that's but why this, so the suspension involves standing on stages oh no, they're bowerman not going to give him an award when he's under suspension you're saying because people have gone on and during their pro time been suspended and they're allowed back well they're also allowed to compete in track meets christian coleman's allowed to compete in track meets and, and run for medals so of course he's going to be allowed back at the ceremony this but is just a, this is just a unique situation because the the if the suspension was announced earlier in june right then they wouldn't they would have removed him much earlier i'm assuming i'm, I not, I'm not defending how all it was handled i'm just saying it's a perfect track cluster F here because nobody is on each other's timelines at all. They were not waiting for the ban. They were waiting for people to get upset about it. That's what they were waiting for. No, I think you have to. The problem is someone's provisionally suspended. There's still a presumption of innocence until a ban comes down. That's the issue. I think people, I think, I, I, I think that from, they, the, from their perspective. Now, if they were to, if they were to, maybe they could have, ask questions and maybe someone would have given him a little bit of information about what was happening and know, known that it was going to come. But I don't, I don't, how are we allowed? Like, we can't really know that, yeah. right? We don't know who knew what and when. 
And then I think ultimately they didn't want, they also did, did it because they didn't want to deal with the awkwardness because you have to, they sit down and do an interview with you and everyone's going to be like, uh, this is awkward. That yeah. was the ultimate. Yeah. I'm not, yeah. I'm not saying there were no winners here. My point. Yeah. I don't think it was handled well really on any side of this. All, all I'm saying is that it's the, the perfect track storm here where you have all this stuff resulting in an, an embarrassing situation that tries to get cleaned up at the end and then it becomes a mess. And then he did go on to say the Bowerman organization also asked me to also called me asking me to lie and tell the public I would be removing myself saying it would be in my, the best interest. And then he said the track and field world is one of the most corrupt organizations in the world with nothing protecting our athletes. I've been told to lie, keep silent, or may never run again. How does any of this help our sport? So Randolph Ross clearly is pissed off, very upset. Obviously, he knows he, he screwed up with the whereabouts failure, but he probably is thinking like, this is getting, it's like a snowball effect. Yeah. Right? yeah. I can't go to the award ceremony. People are attacking him online and all this stuff. And he is kind of painting the entire sport as like, yeah, this is, you know, not fair. Um, whereabouts, fairness, man? You got you got to update it's, your app. It's, it's <laughs> no, but it's the it's the tampering. Yeah, that's the thing that got the three years. But if he was tampering, no. But if he didn't tamper, he would still be suspended for a year. Right. And he would still would right. they, they still? I don't I don't think we get this sort of response if it was one year. I don't. Does think he get, get Does he get removed from the? The finalists. I, I, I guess it would be when it was announced, how it was explained, right? If if this whole thing came to a resolution a lot earlier, maybe there'd be a different outcome. I just when he's not allowed to compete in NCAA events because he's under a doping suspension, it's hard for me to believe they would say, "Well, let's honor somebody who's under a doping suspension." Yeah, that I, that there's a straight line that you can draw from one to the other. So I don't know. He yeah, he probably would not have been allowed to receive the award even if it was one year. But I'm just talking about it. We're just it's a different situation than just whereabouts update in the app, right? Yeah. And I I get that he's upset. I understand that he's upset. I don't think track and field is the most corrupt organization in the world. I would, I would also what is the track and field world organization? Yeah. That's tough. How do you get membership to that's that? That's a that's a that's a very broad, <laughs> broad brush. Again, I I believe the story that was laid out. I believe the story that was laid out. I think he and I think you and I are on the same page yeah. on that. One. I do not think he is doping or doped. Do you? I mean, you never know with anybody, but no, I don't like I I believe that he was where he says he was during all these tests. And then again, we're rehashing what we said last time, but you make one mistake and then you compound it with an even bigger mistake. And in his mind, you could see how you could make that rationalization in your head. Oh, I just didn't change my address. That's a stupid reason for me to miss- Three years of the sport. A three years of my life. Yeah. Like I'll just do this one little thing, but deep down it's for a greater good because I made myself available to drug testers, yeah. right? But that- You rationalize in your head. Yeah. I mean, it's just- same thing when people uh, sort of cut any corner, right? Some well, some people, I should say, they just do it because that's just how they're built. Yeah, like, they're built. Of, oh, I'm going to cut the line at the TSA because my flight, I might miss my flight. They we have rationalize time. all the yeah. time or, or people, you know, cheat on a test or, you know, aren't fully uh, forthcoming in some sort of procedure. They think it's for a, a, a greater good and a larger good. So I, yeah, I think it's just, 
are we getting to a point now where people, because we saw, we, we had another doping uh, situation too with Aras Kaya, um, two-time Euro XC champion. Um, he was on the podium again this year. And for, I mean, different situation, right? Because he's busted for EPO. Um, but, he admit, and it, he, well, but he admits it, gets it knocked down to three. Uh, I mean, I'm wondering, are people just going to start, are there going to be more basic pleas because people are saying it's not worth it to fight this stuff? And is there going to be fewer instances of, of tampering and more people just saying, yep, okay, I'll take the year, let's move on. It's not worth the risk. Have they created that sort of system now where people are worried that that sort of punishment is much, it's not worth the risk, basically. Yeah. Um, Don't tamper, you only get a year. Tamper, you get three. So it's, yeah, cut your losses. Yeah. Well, and it just, again. Also, the word tamper sounds so, like, nefarious, doesn't it? it? Well, it can mean a lot, because people think, oh, they took the sample and then smashed it against the wall. They don't think, oh, they forged a document or they changed an address or what did yeah. kip sang do he had like picture like altered pictures of like a landslide or something like because he couldn't get his yeah. uh, the road back to his house or something was blocked so it could be it could be any number of things i mean again it's just he he said i take full responsibility for it yeah right which is where it's like all right take full responsibility for it um we saw with coleman right he kind of went scorched earth too yeah after his he got back in, and now he's and it's fine. running, and it's, and, and it's all good. I, I, I get the frustration, but it's like this stuff isn't going to change. It's not going to be. They're not going to become more lenient. And coming, going to the argument of they test us too much in the sport, or I'm too tested. There's no, cons- there's no audience for that. Yeah. Right. There's no people think the sport is too dirty. They don't think people are too tested. Yeah. So this is the situation. This is the reality that, that, that the athletes live in now and, and they need to figure it out. And most athletes do like we talk about, oh, there's so many whereabouts violations and there's so many whereabouts suspensions. But you put that against how many athletes there are, it's actually not that big of a number. Think about how many athletes are in this worldwide testing pool or even in the American testing pool. It's a huge number. Now, there's a, a lot of people getting flagged for it, but it's still a huge amount of people that are doing it right. Do you think athletes would be open to, instead of having to update an app of where you are, it just tracks your phone? Just wherever you go and they can find you. So instead of just the app, yeah, <laughs> you're just all access. Yeah, you just have the Apple thing, whatever, the yeah. AirTag to good, your phone. Good opportunity for a sponsor too. Yeah, just so we track all the athletes. I mean, there's privacy concerns there, right? But you don't. then you don't have to worry about forgetting about updating the app. Yeah. But, I mean, now they have to say where they are, right? But then they need to make themselves available for the, the one-hour window. Yeah. So uh, you're saying it'd be a 24-hour window? They'd come test you whenever? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Privacy concerns, I think, would be at the forefront of that. Again, you got – I wish we would get more – we get we get data about USADA tests. I wish we would get data about worldwide tests because you want to see the denominators here too. You want to know, okay – and I wish we'd get mistest data too. Like how many, you don't need to say the athlete when they're on just one missed test, but like what percentage of athletes are sitting on one right now? What percentage of them are sitting on two? What percent have zero missed tests? Like I, I would be interested to know that because it would get a, give a bigger perspective, a better perspective of how big of an issue this stuff is. But I just, 
I look at this and I don't, it's not a profile of someone who was trying to evade drug testing because this is the same situation with Brianna Rollins the first time she got suspended. She's at the White House, right? White House and then one was Brianna Rollins Day. Like literally in Miami getting honored. And then I think the third one was Drake, or the first one was Drake Relays. Yeah. One, of them, one of them was at a meet. This one was a meet, another meet, and then in between when he was moving from Greensboro to Knoxville. Yeah. Again, you never know anybody's 100%. Like you don't live with this person, you don't know, but it's just not a profile of someone who's, if you're trying to avoid drug testing, I think the last place you would go to would be a meet where you would be drug tested. Just makes sense to me. Anyway, hopefully we see Ross back in three years. Yeah. Running with anger. Yeah. Does he still have this – is, this is a dumb question. Yeah, this is Gordon's dumb question of the day. Could he still use his senior year of eligibility three years from now? Well, I'm guessing he'd be running – he'd have some sort of pro contract. I NIL guess. deal. Do NIL for – well, he doesn't have a pro contract right now. No, no, but when he comes back, and it's the first thing he's going to do, try to get something. Yeah, not just do like one last – I would, run I would, Tennessee. I would not. I mean, it's just. I mean, he would be like twenty-five. So it's no. a cra- It's a bad. It's a crappy situation. Yeah. For him, and on a human level, like you met him, I met him. He's a great guy. You feel, and I think most people agree with that. Yeah. Most, most people agree with that. He said he's well, he's going to try to get finish his degree at A and T now, and he's going to try to get his real estate license and stuff like. Bad thing happened to him. I hope we see him again in the sport. I understand why he's frustrated yeah. with this with this process. Um, however, that's just kind of like where we're at with, with track and field. That, th- those are the rules. Um, yeah. Go ahead. What did you say? Maybe I shouldn't. I mean, if Randolph Ross's last name was, was Johnson or just another – was not if he was not Dwayne Ross's son? Yeah, you think it's because his dad yeah. was involved in yeah. Falco stuff? Yeah, I don't know. Oh, you saying he wouldn't have been targeted as much? Yeah, or people would probably rea- and I, react differently. And I don't like that take either. Like, you shouldn't be responsible for things that your dad did. No, right, and vice versa. Your dad shouldn't be. You know, yeah, he's he's an adult, right? He's a he's he's a man now. Like, he's responsible for making sure. Uh, his information gets updated. He's responsible for making sure he's in the right place where he needs to be. So just the whole association yeah. stuff to me, especially when you're talking about whereabouts, it's, you know, it's like, it'd be one thing if, oh yeah, nine, yeah, all these positive tests or something. Yeah. Um, but that, that stuff doesn't sit right with me because, you know, we're all our own person, right? We want to be judged on on our own merits and, and stuff like that. So. Um, I don't, do you want to talk more about the Kaya thing or no? We'll get on that too. Different. EPO, man. People are still doing EPO in 2022. It's wild. Just throw back. You think you just like, stop you're going to get caught. Yeah, don't do that. Yeah, don't do that. that. That's my advice. If you're thinking about doing that, it's also not healthy. Don't do that. Um, all right. All right. Should we update the wheel? So oh, we, we got more, you more songs? Songs, yeah. you songs. We're watching movies. Our movies. So, so sorry, we, we got Love Actually, White Christmas, Tron Legacy, Die Hard, Polar Express. What else we got? Anyone else jumping in? Polar Express. Okay. Yeah. Okay. For those of you joining late, it's a movie for Gordon's date. <laughs> and we're gonna spin the wheel. Christmas movies. Christmas movies. Yeah. You gonna? Do you have a DS suggestion? Home Alone. Home Alone. I'll what, put Home Alone. One on or that. two. 
One. One. Come on. We're not escaping from New York. We're doing the old one. Okay. Home Alone 1. The original. That's... Put Home Alone 2 on there as well. Why not? It's, it's kinda, a little dangerous. kind of risky. For a... Should we put Home Alone 3? That would be scary. What number date is this? I don't know. Don't worry about it. You know. Don't worry about it. We're, we're spinning whoa, the wheel. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on. Did you guys see Gordon's face there? We're spinning the wheel. Totally evaded the question. We're spinning it, the it wheel. It matters on the, question, on the movie. What, Home Alone you watch? No, what <laughs> date it is. What date is this? I don't know. I, I don't know. Five or six. Five or six? Okay. I want people to factor that in. So put Home Alone 3 on there. That'll be Spirited. Fun. I, wanna, I, wanna, I didn't even know there was a Home Alone 3. It's bad. You could just be making it's things bad. up. What's Spirited? Someone says Ryan Reynolds. And oh, that's, yeah, that's the Apple Plus one. Apple TV. Is it, a mo- is it Christmas? Yeah, it's with Ryan Reynolds. Put Spirited on there. I have that. That'll be fun. By the way, let's plug some more Ryan Reynolds uh, stuff. The, re- the soccer thing is so good. Yeah? Welcome to Wrexham. So good. Okay. With uh, your guy from It's Always Sunny. Yeah. Rob, I haven't watched that. Rob McElhaney. Oh, man. It is. I don't even know if it's considered a documentary. Whatever it is, it's incredible. Uh, David says, get rid of Die Hard. And Adam says, Die Hard is not a Christmas movie. We're going to start that debating. No, I don't think Tron Legacy is either. It's okay to... Well, I just I'll, like how I'll, someone went hard in the paint. That was one of the first recommendations. Like, Tron Legacy. Uh, someone wants the Santa Claus. Put that on the wheel. Mm, man, this is... Wheels running out of space here. Oh, it's already on there? Uh, Cole, why don't we show what the wheel is right now? So people can kind of see where we're at. Show, so this is what I'm going to... It's tonight, too. So hopefully... Hopefully, I think I want Home Alone to win right now. We're going for Home Alone. All right, let's we're keep gonna, We're going to add more throughout the pod. Yeah, let's keep it at the end. Yeah. Okay. What else is up? Uh, speaking of things that keep happening, I feel like this is a story that we talked about eight years ago. Just nothing ever changes. Every four years track. happens. So USATF board uh, wanted a Chattanooga apparently to host the 2024 marathon trials, um, but the national office said, no, it's Orlando. This comes reporting from Sarah Lorge Butler of Runner's World. Article title, questions arise about selection of 2024 Olympic marathon trial site. This like, this is literally Houston versus LA 2016, where the group of people wanted in USATF wanted Houston. That was a recommendation. They did it in 12. And then the national office said, no, we wanted a bigger market. We're gonna move it to LA. So, so we're back where we were. What is the point of recommendations <laughs> if they're See, not going to listen to them? Why do they ask for them? Have you ever been a boss who wants your feedback, but then when you give the feedback, it's like, okay, great. And then whatever they come yeah. up with is whatever they originally had. They just want to say that they solicited feedback. I guess that's what it is. Yeah. We should just not give recommendations anymore if those aren't the rules. A similar dis- yeah, you mentioned a similar disagreement happened in 2016. I don't know. What do you? Th- Why do we have I mean, a board? Liter- What's the point of the board? Is it yeah. just for? Lip they give service? a recommendation, but then ultimately, you know, Max Siegel and the national office can decide. Yeah, I guess just let's just strip it away of its pretense and say they get to decide. Yeah, like there is the then, board. Board does then at least then this article know. doesn't get written every four years. Well, and then yeah, Chattanooga is not getting their hopes up yeah. about getting it, and then these people aren't wasting their time giving a recommendation. It just, I mean, literally. This isn't the only track story that just recycles, but just this is literally what happened not too long ago. It's Where would you rather go, Tennessee or Orlando? Chattanooga or Orlando? I would rather go to Chattanooga because I've never been to that part of the country. They have an aquarium, Tennessee Aquarium. We're missing out on going to the aquarium on 
Yeah, I, I, I that would be exciting. I mean, Orlando, that's the only place I've been to in Florida. I haven't been to many places in Florida. But I just think we got to figure out a way if we're going to do – like if we're going to have controversy and weird stuff, just like make it in a different way. Yeah, like change I, it up. I want a new – I want new material. We're already on like season five and you're running back the same storyline. Same stuff again. We need new stuff. Yeah. What would exactly. be a good? What would be a good? What's what would be a fun new USATF controversy that we like? Oh, this is like, um, like I don't know. That's a good one. Like we're trying to write White Lotus season three. What is USATF <laughs> season six? Wait, why does Colt have huge Berlin Aquarium bursts spilling fifteen hundred fish on the road? Sorry, that's see, this could have happened. We could have gone to this the would Chattanooga. be a fun controversy. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Get something like this. There's an aquarium. There's an aquarium <laughs> tragedy that happens. On the opening ceremonies. This sucks, man. That sucks for the fish. No, he just heard me say aquarium. He Googled aquarium and it was the top news result. Okay. Um, well, I just like his. No, but what's good? Go let's, get get a, let's come up with a good USATF controversy. Well, what's the inverse of this? Of what do you mean? The like awarding it to the board says one thing and then the national office says another thing. Yeah. Like maybe then the board like walks out and like refuses to sanction it. So they hold like dueling uh yes, on trials and then people have to pick which side they're on yeah and they are like cross the picket line and yeah. like yeah and who and goes they, to what side and which one is us oc honoring so there's like lawsuits like it's in front of the supreme court and stuff and then they look at like the power like the rating system of yeah. like like the degree because it's not the exact same course so they have some algebraic yeah, yeah, yeah. formula to make my 220 is actually yeah. a 221 my 212 is actually a 211 but it gets litigated in the supreme court yes and like then, literally sonia sotomayor is writing briefs about yes. who gets to go to the olympics and congress is coming in or yeah. having hearings exactly and we're reporting on the hearings big old gavels this Just is great huge gavels max siegel sitting there look there yeah. and they're asking like, sure there's, some... there's a congressman with a or a woman with a giant poster board you behind them with like a blown up tweet and say, like, did you tweet this? <laughs> no, they got all the like descending order lists up there yeah. and stuff too and people's shoes. I think uh, I think it's so complicated because there's always these like who has say and I'm sure there's some bylaw that says it ultimately rests with the national office. Yeah. But maybe, maybe we could get some controversy there. I like it. All right. Did this article say have a quote from USATF of why they didn't listen. Uh, she quotes, is it Conley? Go command F for Conley, C-O-N-L-E-Y. I think I thought he gave her a quote. Cole, can you do that? Right, well, actually, I'll pull it up over here. Conley. Conley wrote an email that the United States Olympic, the USOC, whatever, is looking into the matter. And until I hear back from them, I have no comment. Neither USATF nor Conley would confirm that Chattanooga was disqualified, not explain why. Mm -hmm. So, oh, it says late in the selection process after the board vote, Chattanooga's bid was disqualified. And then she goes on to say how a board member, Jim Estes, was involved advising Chattanooga's bid, but he had disclosed the relationship and stuff. So, I don't know. It, listen, basically, this is boring as what they said, come on, you have to have a longer attention span if you're going to get really into the deep uh, conspiracies. These Friday podcasts the, wild. The, the, the transparency, though, with the moving it to L.A. thing was just like, yeah, it's a bigger market. Yeah. They just wanted to say they had it in L.A. And as someone who was living in L.A. at the time and covered the marathon trials, let me just tell you, it worked. It just took <laughs> off. L.A. Live was just 
teeming with excitement. You see these countries watching the World Cup. You know, oh, here's a live shot of Buen uh, Town Square in Buenos Aires as Argentina qualifies. That's like half of how excited downtown LA was when the marathon came. Just people jumping up and down. Well, Orlando is more popular than Chattanooga. It is. So maybe there's a bigger market. The thing that bothered me so much about- Chattanooga doesn't have a amusement park. The thing that bothered me so much about LA's bids, because it was, you know, right starting and finishing in downtown live where they had these huge monitors and they didn't have the race on them. So the athletes ran back and forth. They probably didn't have the rights. Well, right. There was some, but it's like ads for like a Brad Paisley concert coming up, like right in the middle of the Olympic trials marathon. Because they, you know, back and forth, back and forth. Yeah. So most. Perfect. You just watch it on the Exactly. Screen. And then you run over and then you see him in real life and then you run back and everyone's watching on the screen. And it just made me so upset. I'm sorry that you had to go through that. Well, I just thought, okay, this will be kind of a cool vibe. And it it would have been. That was before we even said the word five. Um, all right. Sean Tobin, uh, former Ole Miss, Myler, still really good on the track. From made, Ireland. Made news in the marathon. Made his marathon debut running in Antarctica. He ran 253.33, uh, breaking the continent record. Which was? 254. Oh, so nipped it. Yeah, about, about, a minute. about a minute and 20 seconds in the Antarctic Ice Marathon. See, we got the article up there from Cahill Dennehy writing for The Independent. Uh, negative 14 degrees Celsius said runners struggle with difficult underfoot conditions. Yeah, that's a... AKA ice. I could see that being the case. Negative 14 Celsius. Hey, it's, it's the... Um equalizer no super shoes they don't have yet to get super shoes for antarctic conditions that's 6.8 degrees fahrenheit okay here's my question is he hot at the, when he finishes his race or is he cold well let's look at the clothing look at that that he's got to be hot right? he's got a lot of ice in his beard and his goatee but is he but you're i think it does it net out to neutral because if it's cold, you have to wear the layers. But then when you're he's sweating, got a lot of, he's got a lot of clothes on. Here yeah, for, wouldn't for you be hot finishing a marathon? Wouldn't you be hot? Yeah, I feel like I because your sweat. Oh, maybe you get cold because your sweat probably gets cold. I'm just so impressed. He was basically saying my first full rain of the marathon is going to be in the worst conditions. Possible. Did he say why? Um, it didn't say why. He said uh, he spoke emotionally after the finish about his late brother, Gary, who passed away in 2019. Okay. Because typically you see a a, it takes a miler a little longer to move up to that distance because he's still really good. Here's my question. How many people go to the Antarctic Marathon to watch it? Spectator-wise? <laughs> yeah, what's a spectator yeah, like at Antarctic Marathon? And if they do have a video board, I hope they have it turned on. The entire time. Uh, do you have any desire to travel to Antarctica? Yeah. Okay. You'd go. If someone gave you a free. I don't want to go for like trip. one night. One night. Yeah. Just to say you. Just went to there. say I've been there. Take a picture and go. Has home. anybody in the chat been to Antarctica? I think that would be an interesting. No one in the chat's been to Antarctica. You don't think so? Someone's just gonna say, "Yeah, I've been to Antarctica." No, and just believe don't them. encourage lying. How dare you? Yeah. Um, Get a three-year ban if you do that. I don't do that. All right. If you run this marathon with spikes, make sure you don't slip on the ice. Would that be an advantage? I think so. Yeah, I mean, I think you put some, not spike spikes, but you're not, not using super shoes. Actually, I, I wonder. 
Did he put that in the article? And the, the photo doesn't have a picture of his shoes. You got to put, what are they called? Crampons or whatever? The things you put around the bottom of your shoes? Like Do you know what would have made this better? Huh. If, sh- uh, if Sean Tobin, like, tweeted at Kipchoge. Yeah. Like, why are you ducking me? Why are you ducking me, man? Uh, cool marathon on the ground. You want to stay in Europe? Yeah. You only can run fast in Europe? Hashtag real men run on ice. Yeah. I own this continent. I own this. Yeah. He does. Who has, the con- who has all the continent records? What are the continent records? Okay. Well, depends. So do you count Boston? Yeah. Marathon, uh, fastest. So times. Kipchoge has Europe. Yeah. Oh, we've. Um, there was one in. You talked about this. Like you should get the fastest. So Kipchoge's Tokyo is Asia. Kipchoge Kipchoge has Europe. Okay, so, so yeah, Asia. Okay, who had? What's the next one? I mean, I think scrolling. North America would be. Would it still be Mutai's? Is Dubai? Where's Dubai? Kometo. Is UAE? Is that Africa? I mean, it's the Middle East. I don't know where. Like using like soccer designations. Is Dubai in Africa? No, I don't. Think it's not be considered Africa. Where is in Asia? Technically, well, it's the Middle East. I just depend. It depends how you classify. Can be in Africa. All right, Chicago. Dennis Cometo. Yeah, Cometo has the North American. North American. Who has South America? I'm scrolling, man. I'm trying to find. Marathon in South America. Uh, we need Africa as well. Yeah, I thought I remember reading something recently about the fastest marathon in Africa because it was done at altitude. Are you sure Dubai's not in Africa? Again, it just depends how you classify it. I know that's like, not how you depend. It's like it's, okay, it's either what, in there or okay, it's not. What continent is United Asia. Arab Emirates? Right in Asia. We're saying Asia. Okay. okay. See, that was easy. Google. I mean, continents aren't like firm. Yeah, they are barriers. They're no. not. No, there's continental I mean, in my borders opinion, because they're not used for anything. Well, they're used to keep track of who owns the marathon record. They are. They are. And those area records that we okay. all love so much. You don't have South America? I'm looking. Oh, Bren- that's Argentina. Buenos yeah. Aires. Evans Chibet. Oh. 205 flat. 2019. Okay. He's still one of the best marathoners. So he has, he has South America. So we're looking for Africa. And that's it. Africa and Australia. Who has the Australia record? Yeah. Dude, this is a good class to be in. Sean Tobin, man. You can't. I know he's with some some all timers here. Is this the fastest way to do this? I'm just I'm just going and seeing till I see an African country, mm. and I'm probably I'm, I might screw it up. Yeah, I think you have. I have. This is fun though. This is a great pod. Wait, what'd you say? Oh, Tokyo. Tokyo's. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, could I was gonna say there's a Seoul one's pretty high up here as well too. Oh, where? Maybe we should put a pin in this. Should we? Well, now we're committed. Oh yeah. We need Africa. We need two more. And Australia. Three. And yeah, you need Australia too. Like, so type in like Melbourne in here. Dubai. Sydney. Ooh. Uh, Moses Kibet ran 207 in Sydney. Is there anything faster than that? Maybe we just Google fastest marathon in Africa. Fastest. I think 207. Marathon run in Africa. Uh. Chogi. I just thought it was funny. Australia was classified as being it. in uh, Asia for the World Cup. So then they were talking about like three Asian countries make the knockout round for the first time in history. And I was like, I don't think most people are considering Australia part of Asia. Um, oh, gave it this Gold Coast. Yeah. Is that. Do they, 
I'm losing the spot. I'm lo- I'm losing my patience. Okay, so the fast time at Gold Coast two hundred seven fifty. So that's not as fast as in Sydney. Look what Sean Tobin did to this pod. He just derailed it like him. I think it might be Moses Kibet two hundred seven oh three. All right, there it is. That might be. But I don't, we don't know South Africa. Or type in, dude. Type it. This type in Nairobi. Here, Nairobi two ten. Type in. Um, well, uh, South Africa. Oh yeah, Cape Town. Sure. Oh yeah, Cape Town. Two hundred eight. There you go. Johannesburg. No. This is so much fun. Scrolling, looking for okay. African countries. We give up. All right, we give up. Um, is there anything else left? It should be Kipchoge. Kipchoge should own the African record. He needs to go to his hometown and just be like, mm-hmm. do a tempo run and then break the record. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. And get all of them. It's like, yeah. you got all the world marathon majors. Now you need all the continent records. We'll see you in Africa. All right. And Antarctica and in South Africa. Any more? South America. Any more um, movie recommendations? Oh, yeah. We got to do that before we go. Here it is. We got it. Love Actually, Tron, Santa Claus, White Christmas, Die Hard, Polar Express, All the Home Alones, and Spirited. How about put a put a cheesy Hallmark movie? Did someone write that? Generate, yeah, just write any cheesy Hallmark movie. Just write Hallmark movie, and then what's another fun? Which what's a wild card one? Oh, Gremlins. That's a Christmas movie, right? This is supposed to be the audience picking it. Not well, you. I gotta give. It's, right. I'm the one going. I'm the one who has to watch right, the movie. Spin it. Spin it. Let's do okay, it. here we go. The is it big... elimination or just whatever no, lands what, on? Elimination. We're going to eliminate nine movies. This is ridiculous. <laughs> uh, it's a date. Oh. 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 <laughs> well, now we don't know. No, that doesn't count. Spin it again. What do you mean it doesn't count? Hallmark movie. Elf. Put in Elf. Okay. Put we're in go- Elf and We're going to remove Hallmark movie. movie. Yeah, Add this Elf. Is stupid. You just put Hallmark movie. You don't know what movie it is. What point is to pick a okay, movie? Okay, okay. All right, here we go. This is real now. Thanks to Laszlo for here we go, here we go. Elf. I'm so nervous. Of your relationship. Oh my gosh. It's Elf. What are the odds? Look at that. Okay. Did you rig that, Colt? Not Wait. intentionally. So, <laughs> I, I can say one thing. No. She doesn't like Elf. You, so why'd you put it on the thing? Because yeah. I was why living days. We, 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 right. oh. we can't do that one. So we got to do the it one Grinch, more time. The Grinch. Oh yeah, Take Grinch. Yeah, put, put, put the Grinch, Grinch on. Put the Grinch on. Uh, there people recommended the Grinch. Okay. I'm okay with that. Wait, animated Grinch? Or Jim Carrey Grinch. Jim Carrey Grinch. Also throw an animated Grinch. Put in two Grinches. Good. The so Grinch, Goodness Jim Carrey, gracious. and the and the Grinch animated. All right, go. Okay, here we go. Oh, I'm nervous. This is so much fun. Brent says we need more wheels. Making a large wedge. What? No, this is <laughs> the Grinch animated. No, that's that's seems going... fake. I don't know yeah, what's going do on. Do it again. Do it again. Do it again. Do it again. If it, it, it can't go on those same ones, man. <laughs> this is so weird. You can't trust wheel free.com anymore i don't know what's not wheel of names.com bad, bad all right wheel. give her two to choose from all right gremlins whoa so gremlins or the grinch yeah all right gr movies done gr movies grinch and gremlins done it's a great right. double feature we're recording the bonus pod next so if you're a member you'll be able to check that out uh this weekend uh if not be back monday for a pod wednesday for a pod and then then the week after we'll do monday yeah, wednesday so no well. no fridays the next two weeks so yeah that's our last friday show until we are uh new year new year 2023 anything else no oh i got there's an email we got this that had a lot of questions from will we'll read that next week because we'll need stuff to talk about so cool send in emails or guess my pr if you want to be on the show next week peace thanks everybody bye